Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. A dangerous East Coast storm. Stay put and stay safe. Searching for answers in the synagogue hostage crisis. This was an act of terror. And who betrayed Anne Frank? He was placed into an untenable position by the Nazis. Good morning, I'm Cammie McCormick with a CBS World News Roundup. A powerful snowstorm is barreling up the East Coast, leaving a trail of destruction behind as far south as Florida. We begin our coverage with correspondent Nikki Batiste in Rochester, New York, where they're expecting 16 inches of snow. The storm pounded I-90 in western Pennsylvania as its triple punch of heavy snow, whipping winds, and freezing rain from the south moved into the northeast. The city of Pittsburgh could get as much as a foot of snow. Parts of Pennsylvania are under a winter storm warning until noon. In New Jersey, a gale warning has been posted for the entire Jersey shoreline. But before arriving to this region... The storm created chaos for cars on North Carolina's highways. Freezing rain coated roads with ice. The treacherous snow and ice wreaked havoc on truck drivers, attempting to navigate the highways, forcing some to abandon their vehicles. More than 100,000 people are without power in Georgia, the Carolinas, and Virginia. Stu Dressler lives in Atlanta. I'm actually going through old family photos because there's nothing else to do. Most of us are just hunkered down waiting for the power to come back on. Multiple tornadoes touched down in southwest Florida Sunday morning as severe storms moved across the area. This man was filming a funnel cloud from his backyard in Naples. We are going to go get inside the house because it's coming directly for us. Dozens of homes were damaged or destroyed. Gene Cowper lives in Fort Myers. It's too overwhelming for us to clean up. As much as we're picking things up and moving them to another spot, we're really not accomplishing anything. Now to the hostage situation at a Texas synagogue over the weekend. President Biden called it an act of terror. A motive still isn't clear. Here's correspondent Omar Villafranca. For nearly 11 hours on Saturday, law enforcement stood ready outside of Congregation Beth Israel. Inside, four hostages were held at gunpoint, their Saturday services interrupted by Malik Faisal Akram, whose shouting could be heard on the service's live stream. Officials say 44-year-old Akram asked negotiators for the release of Afia Siddiqui, who is currently in federal prison in Texas for the attempted murder of U.S. forces in Afghanistan. She's suspected of having ties to al-Qaeda and has even been called Lady al-Qaeda. Siddiqui's legal counsel said 
We want the assailant to know that his actions are wicked and directly undermine those of us who are seeking justice for Dr. Afia. I'm Vicki Barker in London. A crumb was from the greater Manchester area in northern England, and police there say two teenagers have been arrested and are being questioned as part of what is now an international investigation into Saturday's siege. No word on their connection to the dead attacker. A crumb's family has condemned his actions and apologized to the victims. With COVID cases surging, mayors like Quentin Lucas of Kansas City say they can't keep up with the caseload. What I want in Kansas City are more nurses, more hospital workers, more staff, and more tests. I don't care who they come from, whether they come from our state capitals, whether they come from federal government. A new CBS poll finds only about half of Americans believe the president's doing a good job in handling the pandemic. That's down from two-thirds in March of last year. Here's correspondent Ed O'Keefe. We shouldn't expect a national peak in the next coming days. Next few weeks will be tough. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy defending the Biden administration's response to the pandemic as the number of daily cases surged to nearly 800,000. We certainly have more we need to do on testing. And that's a message that's very clear from him to the public, to his team, that we need to pull every lever possible. But a new CBS News poll finds a little more than a third of Americans think attempts to contain the virus are going well. And a growing number of people say information about the pandemic shared by officials is confusing. North Korea fired two more missiles overnight as Alex Jensen reports from Seoul, South Korea. This is now the North's fourth missile test in less than two weeks, the latest involving a pair of short-range ballistic missiles, according to South Korea's military. Yet again, they would be barred under multiple UN Security Council resolutions. Not that even new sanctions imposed on the North by the US last week have deterred Pyongyang, which already threatened to hit back with a stronger and certain reaction. Ukraine's former president, Petro Poroshenko, has returned to the country where he faces possible arrest. His arrival at the airport in Kiev... His return adds to the political confusion there with a looming threat of a Russian invasion. Poroshenko is popular among Ukrainian nationalists. New Zealand and Australia have sent military surveillance aircraft to Tonga to assess the damage from that huge undersea volcanic eruption on Saturday. Monica Ricks has more. Communications with the island have been limited since Saturday's eruption. Officials say the island's single underwater cable that controls internet and phone service got severed by the blast. So New Zealand and Australia have been sent military surveillance flights to assess the damage. New Zealand also plans to fly supplies there tomorrow after ash contaminated Tonga's drinking water. The U.S. State Department says it's not aware of any Americans affected. Tsunami advisories have been lifted in the U.S. Investigators believe they may know who turned in Anne Frank and her family to the Nazis. Vince Pankoke is a 30-year FBI veteran who led the investigation. He spoke to 60 Minutes. How and why would Arnold Vandenberg have betrayed the Frank family? Well, In his role as being a uh, founding member of the Jewish Council, he would have had privy uh, to addresses uh, where Jews were hiding. When Vandenberg lost all his series of protections, exempting him from having to go to the camps, he had to provide something valuable to the Nazis that he's had contact with to let him and his wife at that time stay safe. Is there any evidence he knew who he was giving up. There's no evidence to indicate that he knew 
Who was hiding at any of these addresses? They were just addresses that were provided where Jews were known to have been in hiding. Anne Frank's father was the only family member to survive. Former Tuskegee Airman Charles McGee has died at the age of 102. Christopher Cruz has that. McGee was one of the last surviving members of the group of African-American pilots who broke barriers in World War II. He flew 409 air combat missions, including in Korea and Vietnam, for 30 years after his service in World War II. He retired 50 years ago as a brigadier general. To celebrate his 99th and 100th birthdays, he flew state-of-the-art business jets. Charles McGee died at his home in Bethesda, Maryland, Sunday morning. His youngest daughter, who lived with him and was near him when he died, said he had his right hand over his heart and was smiling serenely. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. A new report finds the pandemic exasperated the gap between rich and poor. Oxfam says while more than 160 million people were pushed into poverty, Billionaires saw their fortunes grow at a rate never seen before. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.